Hey, this is Steve Hernandez, host of the Waterwise Pro Podcast. I thank you for joining me, and uh, I have my buddy Daniel McKenna with me today. How's it going, Dan? Uh, I'm doing well, Steve. How about yourself? Pretty good, my man. Pretty good. So Daniel is on the podcast today, and uh, he's been on my radar for the last couple of years uh, as someone that uh, it works extremely hard. He's got uh, you know family that's been in the industry for many years, and he he has something that I think is is very special and unique. And I want to. Sh- I just want to sh- talk to him and, and let you guys listen in, and and uh, and I think that you guys will really get a lot out of today's podcast. So Dan's worked for LADWP for the last six years. Uh, started off in customer service, uh, working with customers, customer complaints, call ins, stuff like that, and then uh, he's been with the distribution side for the last four and a half years. And so uh, he's worked his way from from the office to the field, and has been doing a great job at that. I think we uh, we uh, named you Waterwise uh, uh, Pro of the Week. So, Dan, I, I thank you for uh, giving me your time today and uh, letting us chop it up. And I'm really looking forward to uh, to what we have in store today. Oh, perfect, Steve. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, for those of you who, who who don't know me or my relationship with, with Steve, I'm not somebody who's taken one of his one of his classes over the years. We kind of met through social media a, a few years back, and um, Steve's just been one of those people who's who's been motivating me behind the scenes and uh, giving me a lot of a lot of uh, support and kudos with everything that I've had going on in my life, whether it's you know personal life at home or at work, and uh, it just shows the the true character of you, Steve. Uh, I, I appreciate you for having me on today and giving me the opportunity to uh, to speak and and you know hopefully enlighten a couple of people with you know some things that. Uh, that we can all we can all work on to to better ourselves and to, uh, set ourselves up for a good future as well. Hey man, I I wasn't expecting that one, <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Um, coming from you, that means a lot to me, man. Because you know, um, for me, um, the social media stuff is like each and every uh, person that that follows a page or I engage with, and, and especially you, like um, they all have like little like like characteristics about them that like I, I want more of, you know, and I think, you know, you and me, we, we, we like, we'll chat, like, uh, even if it's small chat or like, Hey man, you know, great job or whatever on a weekly basis. Right. I mean, I think, I think there's something that it pops up between the both of us on, on the gram and we just kind of like shout each other out or whatever. And so like, um, yeah, the, there's, there's a, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. Right. And so like, that's why I like, I totally dig the social media stuff is because you can grab like little nuggets from each person and imagine if we all kind of had a little bit of everybody. Right. And, and more of the yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bad stuff. <laughs> and so that's, that's yeah. why I like, I, I love this, like uh, this big circle that, uh, that we have right now. Definitely. Definitely. So, so why don't so, you tell me a little uh, bit about like how you, how you got into the industry and like uh, kind of like where we, where we, uh, how we got to where we are today. Yeah, sure. Um, I think Steve's seen a number of the things that have, have gone in, gone on in my life over the last, uh, four to five years since I, four, four years I've been in the water industry. And, um, I, I got into the industry or I got into DWP, like Steve said, six years ago, back in September. And, um, before that, you know, I had, my father worked for, uh, a local city, as a, a treatment supervisor told me never to get into distribution, you're going to tear your back up. And here I am in distribution. Um, didn't quite listen to everything he said, but, 
<laughs> really enjoying it. Um, so grew up kind of knowing a little bit about a little bit about water, always interested in it. Um, kind of took on my own. And uh, while I was working as a metal fabricator right after high school, I uh, went to school for engineering design and drafting. Um, after that, uh, four years of school, I, I took on a job with an aerospace company, um, actually just doing like estimates and kind of worked my way into sales and then into engineering and uh, eventually production and operations supervision. But while I was there, I watched a number of my friends start to work in uh, with DWP or as, as, as linemen or um, as you know, my brother is an electrical mechanic with DWP. Um, I just saw the, you know, I, I saw the stability that they had in their jobs and um, just the lack of kind of stress in a sense. And um, for me, I was taking on a lot as a young guy working, working in a company that uh, I didn't really start at the bottom. So to be supervising guys that machinists that I had, uh, I didn't really know how to be a machinist. So I said, you know what, I want to, I want to take a, a step away from this. I want to go, you know, try to do what my buddies are doing. I see the level of comfort in their lives. Um, so I, I, I took a shot and uh, took about a year, got into DWP as a customer service rep. And my whole idea was I wanted to find, uh, I wanted to find a gig or a position within DWP that uh, was kind of a niche or something, that, something that I could, I could enjoy and um start at the bottom with and kind of learn and grow because i you know i don't i never want to i think the end game for all of us is we want to we want to be successful in, in all aspects of life and um in work in order to be successful or to to limit the stress especially if you make your way to a supervision position i think you got to understand your employees and their capabilities and i wasn't able to do that as an operations supervisor for an aerospace company at 26 years old. I, I, I didn't have the experience. So um, going to DWP and starting at the bottom as a uh, as a maintenance and construction helper in water distribution after I made that jump, saw that opportunity as I worked in the customer service and then in, in a warehouse. Uh, it kind of brought me back to what, what, you know, my childhood growing up and being around some of the stuff that my dad did. And I, I, I really grasped onto it, really liked it. And uh, I've been kind of investing in myself in that, um, in the industry to try to grow, whether it's, you know, taking some classes online, going for uh, distribution certs or whatever. But um, I think more importantly, what, what's got Steve and I here today is uh, where things have transpired in the last year or so with my life and how I see things and, you know, the, the growth and stuff and that's that, um, I, I I guess we could we could dive into that a little bit, Steve. I don't know if you yeah, yeah. you want to go back a little bit on on, on anything, but uh, or you had any comments? But yeah, I think I think so, um, yeah. Let me so so I'll throw this out there too. So like uh, so I think um, Dan, like when when you bought your uh, you bought your house, you had how how long were you with DWP before you bought your house? I was with DWP for nine months. Um, nine months. When nine I months. when I left when I left the aerospace. Uh, when I left the aerospace gig, I had, I went like, you know, five weeks without a paycheck, uh, literally living on my credit card for the last two weeks before I got my paycheck, first paycheck from DWP. And, um, it was about like a month after I got, month after I was in with DWP, I, 
I realized something that I think that uh, many of us kind of take for granted is is that level of stability that we gain with these civil service jobs and how grateful we should be that, that we have them. I was in a place where one day you can make the company a million dollars and the next day you lose, you know, you make a mistake, lose a hundred thousand of that and uh, you could be gone. And, you know, so a month into DWP, I, I realized and I saw that and I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take these steps. I'm going to continue to invest in myself. And uh, I was fortunate enough that um, before going to DWP, I, you know, I was making good money and I bought a lot of toys. <laughs> I had a, a boat and a new truck and stuff. And um, when I got to DWP and I saw that level of, of stability, I, I decided I wanted to kind of invest in, in myself uh, a little more. And um, I sold off the, the new truck, sold the boat and put some money away. And nine months later, bought my house, man. You know, was was looking for homes right after I passed probation. You know, so in that nine month period, just kind of taking a a change in the direction of where I was going and kind of bunkering down, I was able to uh, to put that money away, get that down payment, and 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 buy a house. And uh, you know, super super grateful for yeah. that that opportunity. Um, very very grateful for that. I, but I mean. It's something that we can all do if we if we pay attention to to our spending. I think that I can talk a little bit more about that as as to what transpired over the last the last year that kind of got me understanding it a little bit more. But um, yeah, well, why don't you do that? Because I think I think that, I think this is really important, and I think this is something that you know I haven't really talked about in any of the podcasts. Is like you know, like we have these great jobs, right? But um, if we if we're not smart about how we manage our money from them, then you know we're always kind of living like check to check, or we might not be buying a house nine months in. You know, like some some people in our industry have probably never bought a house or have retired out and have never done anything with with the money that they got from uh, from the industry and all the opportunities it's given them. So, um, you know, for for me, and and I'm gonna just kind of fast forward real quick to to what I've seen like more recently with you is this like. You know, like I've seen that, you know, you you had a boat at the beginning of the year and then like just after that you sold it and then you, you bought a bigger boat. And then I think I think it was like three boats in and I was just like, what the hell? Like th this thing's huge. I mean, I mean, the boat that you're, you you had recently, I was just like, dude, I was floored, man. I was like, there's no way this is crazy. So, you know, just seeing someone like, you know, get something and, you know, it didn't look as nice as it did when you when you sold it because, you know, I, I think that, uh, that's one thing about you is like, you'll get something, you'll, uh, you'll, you know, refurbish it or clean it up, make it look nice. And then, you know, go, um, you know, show it off and then, uh, sell it for some more money than what you got it for. And, uh, you know, to me, that's, you know, that's just something that I think a lot of people don't understand is that like, we all have these passions, we all have these special skills, uh, and we all have some really good work ethic. So it's like, how do you combine all three of them together with the uh, with the mindset of like how it, to use it to like get ahead, to to enhance our lives, and uh, okay. I think um, that's kind of like where I think we're going right now. And so, <clears throat> can you share like why how how did that kind of come about for you? Because obviously, like a uh, you know you, you so you got the stability, um, you got you got a great job, you know it's paying well, probably still not enough, right? Or feeling like it's not enough, but like so how did you how did you kind of turn that mindset around? So, uh, 
it was about like a shooting it's about a year and a half ago now um i did what a lot of us do and i, I let the, the stability kind of get allow me to get a little too comfortable i started uh you know i, I had the house and i kind of wanted to get back to you know having fun and i went out and i you know bought the new truck financed and uh you know financed the the speedboat and um spending money and working hard and you know trying to have fun and couple other things happened in my life uh last year i you know, was dating somebody and things were kind of uh getting a little more serious but i wasn't paying attention to my money and next thing you knew i was kind of i was in debt dude. i i i was sitting there with the with the toys and everything and i just i couldn't uh i was getting stressed out and i didn't really understand why or, or what was going on until uh you know that relationship ended and um i walked into work one day and i was just kind of like what the heck is going on and this guy that i work with um always happy always smiling always laughing came up to me he's like dude what's going on like are you okay i've seen you a little bit down lately and i told him i said i i don't know what's going on this is where i'm at um just with everything and he, he looked at me and said you got you got too good of a job too many good things going for you to be stressed out like this and this is a guy that uh just he's a truck driver for us he doesn't care to promote doesn't care to do anything else but he, he just lives a good life he's always smiling always having fun and i i looked at him, i said you know what? He, he's right you know there's something more more to all this so he uh he introduced me to uh or told me about this guy dave ramsey and kind of managing money and stuff so i um i really respected the guy and uh that day I started listening to the Ramsey podcast on my way home. And, um, I decided that having all that stuff wasn't getting me anywhere. And, uh, last year I decided to sell my boat and I just finished paying it off. I sold the boat, paid off the truck, ended up selling the truck, um, just to kind of get myself out of debt and kind of clean back up. And, and I, there was one thing that, that, that popped out, um, in, in reading those books that that really got to me and it was uh, it's a line that said a goal without a plan is is nothing but a wish and I, I was sitting there thinking I was going to have this life I was going to have this fun I was going to have all these things and uh, I realized that by clearing that stuff up getting rid of that debt and um, and and really paying attention to my money and my finances not going to work every day and wondering where my money went, you know, I kind of refocused, um, set myself up in a, in a better position to pay attention to my money to where I didn't have to work overtime anymore. I realized that, you know, I was all that, all that extra stuff wasn't really of a necessity. And by getting out of debt, it really cleared my mind and, and set me on this, like, uh, set me on this path. And I started seeing like what I could do. And by not having that debt, like if I went to work one day and there was an opportunity to work overtime, all of a sudden I made a plan with that money and I was able to put that money away towards something else. And so like what, what Steve gets into about like what I do extracurricular outside of work, I, I enjoy buying, fixing, selling, flipping stuff. And my job has allowed me to, to, to have that hobby and, I would never be able to do that had I not got out of debt. I would never be able to get back to it. So it's funny. Here I am, a 
a, a year and a half later, after selling a selling a truck and a boat to get out of debt, and I've got a <laughs> a brand new truck and a bigger boat in the driveway, and they're both paid for. So, you know, thank you. Um, it, it's just a little bit of having an eye for stuff. I, but I think the the big thing to come of this is just like if if we can plan accordingly and kind of know what know what our money is doing for us it's going to alleviate and relieve stress and it's going to put us in a position to do to do a lot of the lot more things that 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 we enjoy whether it's spending time with family or going on vacation or whatever by putting yourself in those positions it it really uh it really allows you to do a, a whole lot more and i couldn't be more grateful for the problems that I had and the position that I was in a year and a half ago, because that, that turn has really changed the direction of my life and actually made me, made me a lot healthier, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. In, in many aspects. So, um, it is, it is. And, and, I can't carry that stuff on too long, man. No. So, so to, to get rid of that stress and to get back to, to having some of the things that, that I love and I enjoy, like, I'm able to do that. And just like everybody else out there, we're able to do that. If we can, if we can plan accordingly with, with what we have and these jobs that we have, um, you know, with DWP or anywhere else, I mean, we have a lot of opportunity to, uh, to really do big things in our lives for ourselves and our family. If we just, if we're just, uh, I don't know. I have the word on the tip of my tongue, but more methodical. If, maybe. If, yeah, more methodical or are we more directive with what we're doing? Like, you know, by sitting down, making a plan at the beginning of the year last year, you know, I sat down, I made a plan and I said, hey, I'm going to I'm going to work these overtime days. I don't want to work all the time because I want to have energy to spend with my family and and to enjoy the things that I was missing out on um, because I was just working all the time. And I I sat down at the beginning of the year and I wrote out a plan. And it was, you know, to put away a little bit of money each month and some into a fun fund, you know, to be able to do some fun stuff and some into savings and um, some into just building myself like an emergency fund of, uh, you know, a couple months pay just in case anything happens. So you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck, get rid of that stress and that worry. And um, things just started to things just started to roll from there. Um, I got to that level of comfort where I had some money in the bank and the, the, the stress was gone. And I started getting to do and enjoy what, what I enjoy. And that's, uh, that's, that's the buying and selling stuff that I think that Steve sees, um, that I've done, uh, whether it's the, the four different boats that I've owned this year or, um, <laughs> or the, the, the cars or whatever it is, but, um, taking our passion and putting it into some stuff really, really brings us some joy. And I, I've had a lot of fun this past year being, um, there's, there's a word I'm looking for and it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not direct, but it's, it's knowing what you want and where you're headed. And, um, I guess in a sense it is direct, but strategic, or, um, uh, having a, just, just having a plan for everything, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of laying it out and knowing where you're going. So, someone's stressing out right um for for no good reason other than they're living check to check um they're making good money but uh, obviously it's going out in all different directions um what's the first step 
the you you uh, so so someone that uh, obviously your background's not finance uh but your your background is uh someone that uh, works extremely hard at what they do and and takes pride in what they do and um maybe lacks some um, some guidance up to the point that you talk to that you know that the the the, the truck driver at work um, what, what would you tell someone else, you know, say you see somebody else in the break room and, and what's the first, uh, first step you tell them to take? You know, it's, it's probably the same thing I've done to a couple of guys at work and I, I've had the opportunity, you know, that there's a guy named Mike Fiaba and, you know, you know, a couple of my buddies that, that, that I work with, uh, I think the first step is, is realizing where you're at and, and being grateful for where you are and, and what, what you, what you have, the problems that we do have, um, it, your finances are your only issue. Be grateful because there's a lot more other things going on out there, but it's something you can change. Yeah. And the first thing I tell any of the guys is, you know, take a look at, at, at where your money's going. Cause if, if you don't tell your money where to go, you're always going to wonder where it went. So for me with these the couple of guys, I said, look, dude, sit down, write out what your monthly bills are, write out what you have to spend, whether it's grocery shopping, whatever, come to come up with a, a little bit of a budget an idea of what you got to spend. And now that you know that, Hey man, I'm bringing home $3,000 a month. My mortgage or rent is a thousand. I have a $300, $500 car payment. Um, I have insurance, cell phone, this, that, that's and that. And all of a sudden you're up at like 2,500 bucks. But for some reason, you're spending thirty five hundred a month because you're not paying attention to, to you're not paying attention. And you're not directing your money where to go. And by paying a little bit of attention to it, you can um, you can really relieve a lot of your stress. If you if you sat down and you you're bringing in three thousand dollars a month and your bills add up to twenty five hundred, I know that's not realistic for a lot of us, especially those of us in California. It's 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 it can be a bit more money than that, but. If your bills add up to twenty five hundred bucks a month, and that's including you know your food, and we can all cut back on what we spend on food, sit at home and make some dinners, you know, spending thirty bucks going out to to the restaurant up the street every night doesn't doesn't really get you anywhere. But sit down, write a little budget, and and you'll see. And I'm spending a thousand dollars more a month than what I need to on my bills. You know, if you're at that twenty five hundred, you're spending thirty five hundred. You're bringing home three thousand a month. You're going five hundred dollars into debt a month. Where yeah. on the flip side, if you know that twenty five hundred is is what it takes to get you through a month, you could take that other five hundred bucks and, and really put it to work for you in other ways. Whether it's paying off some debt or or investing it. You know, I've I've been pretty big on on investing my money in some other areas recently, just for my future in areas that I don't want to. I just kind of put the money there and I don't have to worry about it, whether you know, there's, there's a couple places that I've been doing that, but that's the big thing is just telling your money where to go. So you're not wondering where it went. Playing offense versus playing defense. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very big and it, it really, you'd be surprised uh, how quick you'll realize, you know, what the heck have I been doing with my spending, man? And how can I, how can I clear something up? Like there's a lot of us out there that might be sitting there stressed out because we got, Thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars in debt, whether it's credit cards or whatever else. But you know, if we take a moment and kind of, kind of focus on what, what we have and create that budget, dude. Like me last year, I took, I took my truck, and I think you saw this, Steve. Man, I have my diesel truck that I love, that 2014 black Ram lifted, um, wheels, tires, the whole thing, and I became 
maybe a little wiser. <laughs> and uh, I, I said, screw it, dude. I don't, I don't need this. What's this $30,000 truck doing for me? You know, what, what's, what's it really doing for me? And um, I said, I sold it. You know, it was hard to sell something that you, you worked hard for. You got out of debt. You paid it off. But I sold that truck. And, you know, the next day I went out and bought me a, a $6,000 truck that would do exactly what that other truck was doing for me. And I bought a, a, a Chevy Volt, a used Chevy Volt and, uh, you know, plug it in, charge it, at, charge it at the house, drive it to work. It's cost me an extra 30 bucks a, a month in electricity. And it's, it's, it's no maintenance. And I, you know, I saw, I sold the $30,000 truck. I bought a $6,000 pickup that does the same thing. And, uh, and a $15,000 used car and put $9,000 in the bank to build me a little bit of security and safety. And, um, yeah. it, that's all decisions that, that, you know, we can all make, we can all make, yeah. you know, or you could be sitting there and you could have a, you could have a, a, let's say a, a $30,000 car of your own and and you owe twenty four thousand dollars on it you think like hey i can't get rid of it i need it you know like but that payment is 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 hurting you you know screw it dude you know how many cars are out there with eighty thousand miles on them honda civics that you can go get that are going to run for the next 10 years for you oh, yeah you can sell your sell sell your thirty thousand dollar car take a little hit to your pride maybe step into something, but get rid of that payment and put yourself in a position where you brought down your costs and you can start being a little more directive with where, where your money's going and putting yourself in a, in a good position for, for growth. And, um, I, I think that that's something that comes with a little bit of maturity as well as, you know, as everything else, but it's something that, that we can all do, um, set ourselves up for, for our future. Um, one of the things that I've, done recently I, I read a book that was called uh, retire inspired it was probably one of the best books i've i've read from a sense of kind of putting ourselves in a place for not just ourselves but our families or those who those of us who have families or don't have i don't have any family pers i have brothers and sisters but i don't have any kids of my own i don't have a, a wife or anything like that but i if that day does come um that book what it did was it, it showed me like you know how how we can invest our money to set ourselves up for our future and how, how we can live more like, you know, some of our grandparents and how they were able to retire and go 30 years after they retired, you know, and still live comfortably. And then when they passed away, been able to give, you know, give money, uh, you know, start to build generational wealth. And one of the things that I got in that book was investing, you know, 15% of our gross income, into our retirement and how retirement isn't just a, uh, it's not an age, but it's a, it's a financial number and it's finding out where you want to be when you retire and what kind of dollar figure, what kind of life you want to live, realizing how, how much money you need to have to get to that point. So I learned through that, that by putting away 15% of my gross income, that's including my, you know, what I, what I make on average and overtime has put me in a position that I can retire five years earlier than I was supposed to just that's by, awesome. just by, just by changing some direction and being intent. That's, there's the word I've been looking for all day. Intentional. Intentional. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Being intentional with, with, with what we're doing and uh, 
So that book, I, I throw it out there to any of the guys out there that are listening that, you know, maybe question a little bit about, um, you know, what's, what's my retirement going to look like or where am I going to be or how do I, how do I make sure that those behind me um, that look up to me are going to be taken care of if, you know, it, it covers even if, you know, someone, something unfortunate happens and one of us passes early to all the way up to, you know, if you do retire and you do pass, how to set up your estate for, for your family. And, um, that, that book retired inspired is a, something that I, I, I suggest to a lot of people for all ages. It, it really kind of gives you a, a vision of, it's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's just one of those books that if, if you can use it, if you can read it, you can use it and you can set yourself up in how it talks. It just, it, it, it alleviates a ton of stress. It does. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's, uh, it's about it, financial uh, uh, planning. And then also it's just kind of inspirational uh, base too. Right. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's got some good stuff in there just for the kind of like the spirit as well. It, it looks like, uh, yeah, that's a, so that's retire inspired. It's not an age. It's a financial number by Chris Hogan. Yeah, that's it. Right on. Yeah. That's a, it's a, he's one of the Ramsey personalities, Dave Ramsey personalities. And uh, not everyone has to, to get in and follow that, that kind of stuff. But the big thing is, is I think just as we've kind of gone over and over is, is by being intentional um, with, with our, our spending, our thoughts and, you know what we're doing we can we can really alleviate our stress and and put ourselves in a good position no matter where we work or what our income is or what our salary is we we don't have to have the the we don't all have to go and retire from a position where we got you know shoes that shine like a fire truck i don't know what i don't know what to to say they they shine like but we can all live a very good life without having to get to one of those positions just by, by being intentional. I use that. I'm going to use that word a couple of times. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and by doing that, uh, Steve, uh, by doing that, it, it really, I, you've seen it in the last year, right? It's really put me in a position to, to get back to uh, some people on that may be listening is thinking like, Hey, that dude sold his boat and his truck to, to get ahead. What's he doing with a, a, a boat, a new boat, and another truck now or a bigger boat and another truck now. And it's right. It's that I was, I was intentional in what I did. And I, I spent some time outside of work. I, I set myself up with the money that I made at work to where I didn't have to worry about anything to where I could be a little bit more free and take a little bit more risk with some of that money outside of work and, and enjoy my hobbies, which is buying, fixing and selling stuff, dude. And, over the last year, I've done yep. that with a couple boats. Bought, I totally fixed, sold for a little bit of money, made some profit, and, and got myself into a position to to get back to having that truck and that boat that that I enjoy that I can that I can take my family out, my nieces, my nephew, and show them some joy and some fun. And, and I mean that I think that's what life's really all about for us. It's it's not about going to work. We go to work to to make money and to to provide to to have a life and to have fun outside work. So if we're always at work and we're working our butts off, we're never going to get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. If we're not, if, if we're not intentional on what we're doing, then, um, 
that's been the biggest change in my life in the last year was realizing that focusing on what I was focusing on where my money was going and telling it what to do has allowed me so many more freedoms and allowed me to do a lot of the things, whether it's gifting, gifting my time, you know, helping somebody paint a, a bedroom or, you know, lay rock on somebody's side yard that they need to, you know, help a weed abatement to, to giving gifts of, you know, maybe a, a, a garage door or, or whatever else to somebody who's in need, like a, Mm-hmm. the the things that we can do uh, giving away books to to friends you know um all those little things that i've been able to do have brought a lot more joy to my life and, and made me a lot happier person um and i think when you're when you're stressed those out, changes. yeah when you're, when you're stressed <laughs> out trying to trying to just survive you're not thinking about helping anybody else out but yourself you know and and i think uh yeah. and, and and if you if the whole, like you said, like the whole point of working hard is to provide. And if you're, you're really not providing, then you have to really evaluate kind of like where everything's going, where that energy's going, where that effort's going, where the stress is coming from and make some changes. And, you know, I I can say that, uh, you know, I've been on both sides, both, both extremes of this spectrum. Um, And, you know, when I finally decided I got to do something about it and I started, you know, doing the the Instagram and helping people out, thinking less about myself and being, you know, more about other people, um, it started to, you know, generate more, you know, revenue and, and, you know, things started changing for me. And and now I'm at the point where, you know, my, my full-time gig with the new district, it's like, I'm not coming just for the money. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming because I want to. And when you get to that point, that's when it's a game changer too. Like, because, you know, I'm not worried about how we didn't get a pizza party or I'm not worried about like how, you know, insurance is going up or anything like that. You know what I mean? Cause that's not my, it's not my sole source. And I think uh, that's one thing to keep in mind too, is like, if that, if that one stream is your only source of, of, of like livelihood, then if it dries up or something changes, how is it going to affect you? And and I think the goal should be to not have it affect you as much as, as it might have in the past. And, uh, and if, and if you can say that, then I think you're on the right track. Yeah. I think that one of the, one of the things that I didn't, I didn't mention or, or speak of, uh, um, some of us become so entertained by the idea that we're going to be happy with the next thing that we accomplish you know, the next thing that I buy, you know, when I finally get a house, I'm going to be happy. When I finally do this, I'm going to be happy. And the idea of setting yourself up financially to where you don't have any worries, it really gives you a level of, of, of contentment. And, and I think that's a Tony Gaskin's quote that says, to be content doesn't mean you don't desire more. It means you're thankful for what you have and, and patient for what's to come. And we all can get a little anxious and, you know, really, really dive in and want something and think that it's going to be what's going to make us happy. But, you know, what's going to be is going to be, you know, just put in your time, put in your, your, your effort and, and let the, let the chips fall where they may, but be happy knowing that you've, you've given it what you can and that opportunity is, you know, you've given it what you, you've put in the effort that you need to get where you can and, and not everything in life is something that we can control. And a big thing to, to kind of learn is to stop allowing things that we can't control, control our attitude, 
and our mindset by taking control of finances or, or, or that stuff, it, it really alleviates a lot of stresses. And, and that's something that we can control. If we allow ourselves to get stressed out over our finances, it allows us to stress out over a lot of other things. It allows other little things that we shouldn't be bothered by bother us. And um, just controlling what you can control is one of the biggest things that that I can I can say, you know, don't allow those things that you can't control to to upset you or, or to hurt your day. You know, take take them for what they are. Learn what you can from them. Anytime you have a hard day, a moment with a with a coworker, you guys are in an argument, anything like that, like take a step back, take a breather. Maybe not right then. Maybe when you get home. Maybe on your drive home. You know, some of us have some pretty decent drives. You know, reflect on that moment and uh, and see what you can learn from it and. Um, as well as have some compassion for those other people that that, that you work with. Um, you know, it, not everybody every day has everything right at work or at home. And somebody's act towards you may not be a direct reflection of who you are, but something that they have going on. So take a little compassion with those those people you work with. Alleviating your your, your stress and doing some of these things really allows you to see some of those see some other things and and be more present in situations and it really uh it really really leads to a to a happier life and and a lot more fun <laughs> a lot more fun i can tell you that yeah no nah, man this is this is great stuff man and i think that's it i think that's why i think i have that connection with you too is because that's in so many ways what i preach on the gram or in the classes is to again play offense, you know, take control, uh, be more, you know, strategic in your moves throughout your career. Um, you know, draw that, you know, make that uh, that that personal connection with everything that we do and how our careers, our decisions that we make with uh, with ourselves, ultimately affect you know the path that we're going or the, or the direction that we're heading. And, uh, man, I, I love everything that you shared, man. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's right on. I think it's everything that, um, that we haven't talked about that, that has needed to be said in regards to, um, just those that, 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 uh, that are in our industry that, um, just kind of, I, I think uh, they can relate with, uh, you know, stresses. I think it's the California way to have bigger and badder, uh, toys. Um, and I think if you get wrapped up in it too much, then, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know. It comes with stress and, and, uh, you lose focus of what's most important, whether it be with yourself, with your family, with your careers. And, um, I think, I think it's just a great, a great, uh, segment that, that, uh, that you've kind of, you led the way through. And uh, I appreciate that, man. Not, not a problem, Steve. I mean, uh, to, to the, to the words of you level up is, is what it's all about, right? Just setting ourselves up, getting, you know, playing offense and uh, the, uh, the Lakers didn't win last night without some offense, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, you got it. You got anything else you want to want to share? Um, I think I think uh, I think it's been great, man. Um, I think uh, everything you shared was, was great, straight to the point, and uh, and it comes from a place where you know you you've done it yourself, and and it's worked. And is that going to be the case for for most people? I think if you if you had the discipline and you're you're willing to make some sacrifices and risk and, and buy a sexy new Volt, 
and, and travel with it, right? <laughs> if you're willing to make those uh, sacrifices, man, it's going to work. You know, I, I think it, it'd be really hard to find someone that made all the sacrifices that you made and it not work out. And, uh, and so, yeah, no. So, so congrats to you, man, and, and the d- discipline and hard work that, the, that you've put forth. And, and, and it's really, it's really inspiring to see it, man. Cause, uh, you know, I think with a lot of things I'm doing, it's, um, I'm just like, I, I know, I know me, I know what works for me and, and I go hard on it. Um, and so seeing someone like yourself that has different skill sets, different mindsets, um, you know, same goals, but a different way of achieving it, dude, it's like, it's, it's refreshing to see. And it's really, um, I want to see more of it, you know what I mean? And I want to do, do some of the things that you've been doing, um, just because I see it works and, um, I believe in it. So, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this podcast and, and, um, and have taken notes and probably wrote down some of the book, uh, the books that the, that, uh, that you, you put out there and then, uh, are going to start to make some, some shifts. And, and like I said, it doesn't need to be drastic. You know, I've said in the past, just, just a small degree of, of change can make a, a big, big difference, uh, in the long, uh, long-term, um, direction of your journey, you know? I agree completely, Stephen. I, I really appreciate the opportunity you've given me to speak a little bit about my story. Um, obviously, there's there's a lot more to it and a lot more involved. And um, if anybody needs to to reach out or has questions about any of those things, you can find me through through um, through Steve's Instagram. But I just want to leave with with uh, with two quotes that that have been big for me in the last year. And um, one's from FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and that's a uh, calm seas never made a skilled sailor. Take the rough times, yep. learn they're going to make you better as a person. And then uh, my middle name's Edison. Um, not going to say why. I might be related to Thomas Edison, but uh, one of his quotes everything comes to him who hustles while he waits. Get out there, grind, right. work, know you've put in the effort. It's just a matter of time before the fruits of your labor is sown and you get where you want to be. Love it, man. Love it. Dude, that's awesome. Ending with quotes, dude, on Waterwise Pro Podcast. I thought I was the only one that did that. <laughs> oh. Man, again, dude, I I, uh, I love that you were on the podcast, man. I love that we've uh, created a friendship out of uh, out of Instagram and, uh, and and being brothers of the trade. And uh, look forward to maybe another episode or just teaming up, man. And uh, I know we had talked about doing. Um, maybe getting some books for, for people that are listening. Right. We talked about that. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, there's two books. The, I think, uh, and shoot, I don't know. I, the, maybe some kind of contest, something we can do. We can, we could, we could chip out maybe, uh, five, 10 of these books, uh, whether it's the, uh, the total money makeover, uh, by Dave Ramsey or retire inspired. I'd be, I'd be okay. more than willing to uh, to uh, buy those and, yeah. and, and send me away. We get them shipped out. If you want to come up with some kind of little contest, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we will. Um, I'll put a little contest out there on on the post for this uh, for this uh, episode. And then uh, you know if you're uh, um, if you saw the post first, I'm sure you've already grabbed the answer. Um, but I will uh, ask a question on the post, and then uh, you know if you got it right, I'd say we'll uh, we'll send you a book, and I'd say maybe the top. Uh, Top ten people, first ten people to uh, to submit their answer, get a book. Yeah, like sounds it. good. Well, uh, thanks again, thanks again, man. You you take care of yourself, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. Cool. Peace, peace. <laughs>